0: Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1.02 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late. Frankly, I'm still having a hard time getting used to this new time. I apologize that I'm putting it on you guys too to adapt to the new time, but I'm also adjusting to the new time. So I got a little bit of a late start and then I had some technical difficulties with the Wi-Fi. So hopefully we're gonna be doing okay in here with a Wi-Fi stream, but if it starts to get a little bit funky, I am having some problems with it. So hopefully it'll be fine. How are you guys doing today? Today, uh, it is like very overcast. It was raining a little bit during my run today. Fortunately, it wasn't too terrible, so I was able to get it done, but it was was a wet day out there, Uh, but now it's just overcast and kind of gloomy and dreary. Hopefully, uh, the weather is better where you guys are. Everyone on the podcast version doing all right? Hope you guys are having a good run in the audio-only version, and everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, welcome to you guys as well. All right. Let's see who we got here. Uh, let's see. G no days off says, yo, like the new time. Hopefully, I mean, I know it's inconvenient for some people but hopefully uh, we'll still be able to capture a lot of people and maybe introduce some new people to the live stream. So yeah. Uh, Martha says, hated to miss the fun and games yesterday but had a conflict and back today. Well, it's good to see you here, Martha. Welcome back. And it says, hey Kofuzi everybody, a zone two. Sorry about that. That's the computer going nuts with uh, notifications. And it says, hey, go and everybody. I zone two, four miles with Pip after work today. After mountain biking last night and a busy Monday night made for tired legs. Not about this new live stream time. Yeah, it's taking it's some time to get used to for me, for sure. JC says, howdy, just stopping by. We'll try to come back before we finish up. Have fun. All right. Hopefully we'll see you again later. And uh, yeah, Rain Runner says, Martha, thanks for letting me know about the time changes. Sorry, Rain Runner. Um, yeah, it's it's going to take some time to get to get used to, I think but I mean, we'll see. It's still hard for me to kind of figure out if this is working like for the main reasons that I wanted to switch Uh, because my daughter is still feeling like kind of a little bit not great. So she's still been missing some school and uh, my wife's taking her to the allergist today. So um, I was going to take her to the allergist, but you know, it's not not that it's serious, but like when my wife thinks it's serious, then I'm no longer allowed to be the one uh, to communicate with the healthcare provider. She doesn't I think that uh, in, tech, in in healthcare jargon, uh, I would be described as a somewhat unreliable historian because sometimes I'm just not good at remembering like uh, everything that went on in terms of her symptom progression or or if it's the baby or in terms of exactly what medicines we are or aren't giving her. So my wife's is like, I think she's like, I got to step in. So she's taking her to the doctor later today. Um, hopefully the allergist will have some more answers for us. All right, Luis Becerra says, yo, what's going on, what's going on Luis? And Raynor says, all moved in, doing a lot of cross training and box lifting, nice. I got a lot to unpack. Yeah, I'm moving. Uh, I dislike moving. I moved around a lot growing up and I just never liked it. I still don't like it. Uh, Although I've been living here in this place, we've been living here since 2007. So it's been like 14 years. My wife and I are pretty convinced that we have lived in this building the longest of all the residents here because before then before 2007 this building was apartments and we know that because we used to live in this building when it was apartments only uh that would have been 2005 i think uh we lived much higher up we had a nice lake view it was nice uh, but uh now uh and then in 2007 when it, the building went condo we decided to buy a unit we moved in that year and uh, we haven't moved out yet. Everyone else, though, that I think that I remember from, like the initial kind of like conversion by, I think they're all gone. But except us, we're just the last. We're the last ones. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Me, he says, "Hi! Hey, can't wait for the 50k trail race vlog. I've done some 50k trail races and have an idea what you might be getting into." Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to progress kind of like, uh, a, like it's going to be a b- bit of a train wreck. I, I anticipate, um, I'm walking into a bus haul for sure. And I think it's not going to be that different from Seth, Seth's. When was Seth's last like ultra race that he did? I mean, I know he's been doing some mountain racing. Um, but like, did he do, was it a hundred K or was it a hundred mile? I don't remember what race it was, but, um, he started out great. He was with the leaders, and then he just started trailing. And then, I th- I don't I'm not sure I don't remember what exactly it was, but he ended up doing a lot of walking. It was emotional. Um, it, it was it was a little bit messy, and I have a feeling that's gonna happen to me because I'm just walking into this thing saying like, yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine, and I'm sh- I'm I'm positive that I'm underestimating it. Um, but you know, there's not much more I guess that I can do you know, I tried to look, I did a Google search for like the best hills or like the hilliest parks in the Chicago area. And like all the ones that they gave me were somewhere out in like there's Bussy Woods. Um, and then there's the Palos forest Preserve out there. Those are kind of close to each other. And then the other thing was like, um, something out in McHenry County, which is far, it was like 80 miles away. And I'm just like, that's a little bit long for even for a Saturday run. So I don't know. I think I'm just going to end up doing a lot of the stairs in my building. That that might be it, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait till, I think I'll add some more mileage next couple of weeks. And then once we get real close, then we'll start doing some, some stairs. But uh, in the meantime, I have been taking the stairs more. All right, Albert says, still enjoy my morning cup of Joe, 11 a.m. here in Vancouver. Nice, nice. Yeah, see, like, I think this will be a lot nicer for Monday mukbang. Um, and yeah, I was thinking I just made a plate of food and I kind of forgot about the time. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just eat on the live stream today, <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll eat afterwards. Kevin Bickerton's here. What's going on, Kevin? Good to see you again. All right. Yana's here. Says, hi, everyone. And Leona says, hi, co. Hi, friends. Early runners do get the best views, Mike. Saw a full moon, a wild turkey, deer, rabbit, and snow slash frost on a seven-miler today. Wow, that's quite a that's quite an adventure. Um, wild turkeys are scary <laughs> animals, I will say. Um I've seen some wild turkeys running in Iowa and it's always kind of like what is this thing doing here? What does it want? Why is it why is it by me? <laughs> I I don't know why but the bir- bir- large birds intimidate me quite a bit. <laughs> oh but that that's great. Yeah, and and the early runners do get the best views. I put out a tweet yesterday um just capturing some not me in the footage just some footage as i was running along the lakefront and it's just we've had to, we've been getting some nice views here in chicago even though the weather's been a little bit it's been like yesterday was hot the day before that it was nicer in the day but during my run it was chilly this morning it was like 45 degrees and raining so like i'm yeah, pretty gross um but you know interspersed between some of those gross days is some beautiful views so uh you know i can't complain frank says japan has only one percent vaccinated are the olympics happening or not i don't know i I mean i don't know anything i haven't talked to my sister about it and i wouldn't ask my sister nor could she probably give me any information if she had it but um i i i I just don't know how they could do it especially with everything that's going on in india right now like i just think that global travel is a terrifying idea so I, i i don't know but, like, like how, I, don't, I don't know how you could not have it. On the other, I mean, like, it makes me think, like, can we wait, push it another year to make it to 2022? I mean, I don't, I don't understand why that'd be that terrible. I think that, like, some of the Olympic committees might have to rethink some of their... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, the selections have been made and stuff. People are on teams already. So I don't, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how that would work, but it just seems to make more sense to me that maybe it gets pushed to 2022. But um, it, I mean, that's really hard. I, like just the idea of like the world's best athletes trying to maintain themselves on the razor's edge of their performance um, to be able to compete on a world stage and then trying to like, you know, like the, there's an art to peaking and to kind of like do that. For 2020 and then nope not 2020 let's do it again for 2021 nope and then do it again for 2022 that just sounds uh i don't know how good are the olympics going to be at that point not to say that you shouldn't put them on but i don't know I, it's uh, from my understanding no one in japan wants them over there right so i know those are the only people that would be able to spectate but i i mean i, I yeah i don't know i like olympics don't really make monies for the host countries it seems from my understanding but like if you don't have them like just how much do you i mean that's got to be there's a i mean there's there's money to be made or damage to be kind of like controlled i guess i don't know it's a it's a it's a great on the other hand though i feel like very optimistic about things in the u.s and i'm just like things are going great i'm like oh but other places it's not we got to make sure every, we all come out of this together, you know? All right. Let's scroll down a little bit so I can catch up with you guys. Um, all right. Philip says, good day, everyone. First post-LASIK run today. It was quite fun cruising through the woods at the nearby lake and seeing properly. Nice. I'm glad things are going well and that you're recovering quickly from, from the surgery. Awesome. Or from the procedure. Um. All right. Parker Max says, looking forward to the 50K. Decorah is such a beautiful town. I wish I could make it up there to help you film. Maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, awesome. Uh, I'm, I don't think I've ever been to Decorah. Um, I've been to a lot of the small towns up in that area. Um, I don't know that I've been in Winnishik County before, but, like, um, what is it, Johnson County? Is that where Guttenberg is? I've been, you know, Johnson, like, in that area, there's, like, Strawberry Point, McGregor, al a lot of towns that are in bluffs uh, and also along the lakefront, lakefront, riverfront. Um, lots of beautiful little towns there. Um, Decor seems like a little bit bigger of a town than some of those that I just n- named. So um, yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited to go. My, I'm trying to like figure out what my exact weekend schedule is gonna be. If I'm gonna go and like kind of like spend the night at my in-laws place, it's still like 70 something miles away the race starts at six. So like, I'd have to be on the road at like, I don't know, like four o'clock just to be there with enough time to like do like race day bib pickup and stuff. So I, I'm assuming that's available, but I actually have to double check and make sure. So there is a hotel in Decorah. So we might stay there. I'm not sure we have to, I have to figure all that stuff out, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. it. It should be a lot of fun. I'm hoping, you know, with some of the recent, um, changes to the cdc guidelines i'm hoping for like a regular start and not like a staggered start like a time trial style i want the whole like you know bursting out of the corral running with the bulls kind of feeling you know if that's safe to do um i have a feeling that uh, that'll be safe to do well i have a f- strong feeling in in Decorah, iowa they'll feel like that's safe to do i'll probably i mean i'm vaccinated i'm ready so i will I'll, I'll be ready to participate in that i think That'll be, it'll be weird, but still I'm look I'm looking forward to it overall. Yeah, um, all right, let's see. Robert Archuleta, any relation to Adam Archuleta, the football player? Hi Michael, what was your favorite beer from Iowa? I'll be in Des Moines on Friday. Um, it's actually from um, the brewery in Decora. That's probably my favorite. Uh-oh, what happened? What did I just lose here? I lost my camera, mm, let's see if I get it back. I don't know where to go. Oh, I think it's because of my internet connection is not great. Uh-oh. All right, guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, so the question is, what was my favorite beer from Iowa? My favorite beer is actually from that brewery in, um, in Decorah. Toppling Goliath makes a beer called... um. Oh my goodness what is it called? well they make apex predator and uh pseudo sue uh it's a delicious beer absolutely delicious beer so right do i have that right i'm not i'm not misquoting who makes that right um but i believe it's toppling goliath they're in Decora. i believe they make pseudo sue which is a beer that they sell at the history museum here in chicago because there is a tyrannosaurus rex uh skeleton and it's named sue tyrannosaurus so like they sell pseudo beer at the history museum you can't drink it there you could take a four pack home uh, but that's a delicious that's probably my favorite iowa beer um but i like iowa has a lot of really great microbreweries so like anything fresh you know is good uh in des moines uh is that near i'm trying to think um iowa river brewing company i think that's where my brother-in-law used to be a bar. i don't know if he still bartends there or not i don't know if that's no i don't think that's that close um but there's a lot there's a lot of really great microbreweries in the area so whatever whatever's whatever's pouring that's what i'm drinking all right um martha said isn't there a copy of the t-rex skeleton in the chicago airport is there i'm trying to think there, oh, there could be i don't know i'm not sure all right. Josh Greenberg says, Hey Co, I'm a high school sophomore. You might recognize my name by now since I kept hopping on. LOL. But do you think I should save up for vapor flies for speed and tempos or go with something else? Um, yeah, I mean the vapor flies are a solid choice. You're not going to go wrong. I think you're not going to go wrong with the vapor flies. Um, there are alternative options in there, but for, for speed work and tempos, it depends on where you're doing your speed and what kind of speed work you're doing. Um, For Threshold Running, I think it's great, but there's lots of great other options out there too. The Endorphin Speed, the Endorphin Pro, Adios Pro is my personal favorite. Uh, The MetaSpeed Sky is also really high up on that list. So those are ones that are all great for Threshold running. Um, the only hesitancy that I have with Vaporflies, if you're doing speed work and it's on the track, you know, then I'm I'm not sure. I mean, lots of people run with vaporflies on the track, but I'm not sure which super shoe I would want to run with on the track. And the Vaporflies are not the tallest anymore these days either. So um, it's probably a pretty good safe bet. Um, you're not going to go wrong with it. So that's a good one. That's a good one. But it, I mean, if you're going to be doing a lot of that speed work on a track, then you can get then you can look at some other shoes that are a little bit lower in stack height. Um, but are they better than the Vaporfly? Even though like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. The, i mean the vapor flies are really good shoe so i would say probably yes josh oh and josh says i'm most concerned about durability uh i mean the Vaporflies for me i thought were great for racing in uh up to 125 miles and so like after that like i pro- like i probably if i had like 125 or up to like 150 miles on it i probably wouldn't be like yeah i could put these through another marathon race but um, depends on again. It depends on what like you're using them for. Because after that, I think you can get plenty of use out of a VaporFly and like a Next Percent uh, for your workouts for those long runs. I think it's totally usable way past 125 miles. So um, it's a very good one. Another one that I think has a lot of durability is the Endorphin Pro, the Adios Pro. I just got it to 100 miles today. I'll be talking about that in tomorrow's video. But to tease it. Um, I do think that it's a very durable foam. Um, So, like, I don't really feel like it's lost a step at all. So, but that one's also a pretty tall shoe. So that's another one. Uh, I can't say anything about the Metaspeed Sky yet. But, you know, when I was talking with Asics, I was like, do you guys have like a number? You know, Uh, because I wanted to see if there was some sort of like ludicrous number on it, like Hyperion Elite One, where they're like, it's good for like 25 miles. Um, and they were like, you know, this is a product designed for racing. So the premium is, a, is on performance, not necessarily durability. And that's all that they would say. So I don't know kind of what the long-term durability is going to be about that. But if you are, con- if durability is a very high concern, then I would lean towards the endorphin pro. I think that that's going to last a lot longer than a Vaporfly would. All right. Um, sorry if I'm missing some of the chat, I was my internet dropped for a minute there and so like i'm if you had a question and i haven't responded to it i apologize to make you repeat yourself but if you don't mind putting in a second time i'm sure i'll catch it the second time all right we got uh joshua Payne says i'm on this new time it's been too long since catching a live stream and haven't watched the new balancer's hook of vid yet but looking forward to it both are atop my list of next shoes yeah i mean those are i mean there's a lot of good shoes that have come out so far in 2021 um I won't spoil it for you, Josh, um, but I do have a. For me, in my mind, there's a clear winner, and that shoe. I'm just really loving that shoe, and it seems like everyone else does too. So it's not like I don't think I'm taking a risk by uh, picking that shoe, but I've been really enjoying it. Mm, Urban Sandlander says, "Won't be the best shoe for flat foot, four foot runners, and fast pace runs." Hmm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. I would probably, if you're a, a, a flat footed runner, I'd probably not go with some of the Nike shoes because they tend to have a taller arch. Um, I don't really sense it as much in their racing shoes though. So you might be okay there depending on what kind of, I mean, fast, fast pacing. You're saying fast pace, but not racing. Um, Yeah. I th- I would look at, I think the Fuel, uh, the fuel Cell TC. I felt like did not have a very tall arch. I felt like the Hyperion Elite did not have a very tall arch. I'm trying to think if the Audios Pro, the Adios Pro did not ever touch any of my arches, I felt like at all. So those could be some good ones to look at. I'm trying to think about the Endorphin Pro. I think there's more of an arch in that one. So those, those would be some that I would look at. If anyone else is a flat-footed runner and you have experience with some of these racing shoes, let me know because it's a, it's a question that I get from time to time, and I just don't always know how to answer it because sometimes you know when it, unless it's a really tall arch, it doesn't. I don't tend to notice it. I've, I've been trying to like you know like listen for it kind of, but it's it's definitely like a blind spot that I have. All right, looks like we got Dr. Josh in here. What's going on? Hopefully, Colorado's treating you well. I've been enjoying all the new video content coming out of Colorado. Um. All right, let's see. All right, Drew Reed says, question about the 1080 version 11. I just bought these and picked them up from a store. The heel slip feels absolutely crazy. Do you ever consider an insert to secure the heel? Uh, no, no, Um, I, I don't love inserts. Um, I feel like they change the nature of the shoe quite a bit. Uh, and if they don't, they don't really need the insert you know so uh that's the main reason I don't just because I I I have a need to look at the shoe like as the shoe itself so unless there's something really wrong with it I try not to run with an insert and I don't think that the heel slip for me in the 1080 is really really wrong I notice it for sure um like every time I put it on like you know when I start out running in my warm up I'm like this is this is weird do I need to retie these I don't think it's going to help if I retie these uh, so I have that kind of like debate in my mind for a good, like half mile or so after that, it kind of seems to go away. So like, I would say drew, like try and like go for a, you know, stick with it for a little bit. Um, but if after like two miles, it still feels like really uncomfortable for you, then you might either need to size down or exchange it for a different shoe. Um, just cause it is, a, it is a little bit of an, I don't, I don't know why it's like that. I don't think it's a break-in issue. I don't think, like, wearing in... Like, I've got about 50 miles in the shoe now, so I'm like, anything that's going to happen in the shoe better have happened by now. And so, like, it's it's still it's still there. I anticipate it will always be there. Um, Rainrunner coming in with some help on the flat foot issue. She says, I have a flatter foot, and Nikes usually don't work for me. Yeah, I feel like, so far, the Nike shoes... Well, like, the last couple of Nike shoes, the Peg Trail 2 and the Invincible... Those the the arches seem to be a little bit taller, so that I I have noticed that. Josh says, "Urban, I have flat and wide feet, <laughs> a great combo, and the only carbon plate I shoot I've tried is the Carbon X, and it worked well for me. Definitely don't get Nike." All right, thanks for the help, Josh. Um, and Philip says, "The Next Percent Two is fine with flat-ish arches. My right foot is a bit more flat than it should be, and the originals were a big no, but the Next Percent Two worked fine." All right, good. Looks like they're they're shaving that down or, or working on it um stevie 76 says do you know there's only two toilets on the iss there's 11 people up there now there's 11 people in the I. i guess i saw that one picture there's a, a, just a bunch of people what i think is amazing about that photo i saw one photo of the iss when like, like they docked and like the two like the new crew or the new like the four new astronauts and the other astronauts were there i think there's two women on the station on the station now." and it's like the the woman that had already been there hair in a ponytail like all tied up and the other one just like hair just like floating all over the place it's like ah spot the newbie <laughs> you know i thought that was pretty funny um yeah that's crazy two toilets how much privacy do you think there is in that toilet man that's got to be like i don't know i mean that it's got a smell on that space station right The astronauts, my understanding is they're supposed to exercise for two hours a day to maintain muscle mass. And so I'm I'm sure that doesn't mean they're going on like a two hour long run on a treadmill where they're like strapped in a little bit to simulate gravity. But they're got to be doing something. Maybe lift. I don't know if they're like, are they lift? Would they even lift weights? I don't know what kind of exercises one does for two hours on a space station. But 11 people, two hours of exercise a day, and then like, you know, you're eating weird space food. That's got to do a number on your digestive system, right? It's just got to be the stinkiest place. (laughs) I would say in the world, but it's not in the world. Stinkiest place in space. Probably also, it's also the best smelling place place in space, I guess. In outer space. Or I guess in near space. But (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Tom Jones says, Kofuzi, is the Mach 4 a big difference for a runner who has ever run in a pegasus i'd say it's a it's a pretty big difference but i would say of the shoes like let's say you've been a nike runner your entire life and you're trying to look at a hoka the two shoes that i would have you look at right now are the mach 4 and the rincon i think those are the two shoes that i would have you look at that would be like like still give you a hoka feel but aren't so such a drastic change from what you're used to um yeah and it says tim peak ran a marathon on treadmill in space oh man there's like a whole another level of like records that are available out there i mean they wouldn't be guinness world records they'd be a guinness intergalactic records right or guinness solar system records um but yeah i mean what's the what 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 was the oh we gotta do trivia tuesday is gonna be about space next time but man uh sue n says turn away for one second and the chat goes to poop in space <laughs> uh yeah it, it turns quickly uh philip says imagine your gps track on strava after going for running the iss i mean you'd be going like twenty thousand miles per hour right or however fast what is this what's the speed in a geosynchronous orbit is the iss is geosynchronous right i, I don't know actually don't know the answer but what's the speed on that that's got to be pretty fast uh yeah you'd have to you have to pull off some uh, armageddon type of uh technology we, we're bouncing a signal off of a russian satellite higher higher orbit something well what, 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 how do they get that signal in, in armageddon yeah <laughs> that that'd be that'd be pretty crazy but like i want yeah what what's what's the time on that marathon i gotta know I gotta, well don't don't look at don't tell me we'll make it a trivia question for next week <laughs> um yeah Jason Dahl says, could be worse. In the Apollo days, there were zero toilets and pretty much zero room to move around. So what did they do? You just had to, like, I'm strapping on the bad guys, look away. I can't go when you're watching me. Like, is that what happened? Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, I would, I, I, I used to be so obsessed with space when I was about my daughter's age. Um, yeah. I would, re, I would just, like, i remembered my dad would take me to the library and i would take the max number of library books out from like the like the young readers kind of section uh, not not i don't want to say young adult but like not like kids books but like the you know age appropriate like section for me and anything that was about space i, I would uh or astronauts or yeah I, w- I would borrow all those are the books that i read always been fascinated um oh leslie clayton says for what's worth my father-in-law was an astronaut and the food is actually not all that different just shelf stable cool very cool that's something that i want to get i'm gonna get more of that try to get more of that on that mukbang space food yeah all right now i, now I gotta i'm gonna look see if i can buy some space food on amazon more space food on amazon because we did the ice cream that one time which i was underwhelmed but yeah i remember did you guys watch the coverage of the last shuttle launch and they were like there's a frenchman in one of the astronauts and they get to bring up something and he decided to bring up from the space food beef bourguignon and they would always try to say it very french and i was like i mean this is a country that says croissant so like you don't have to say beef bourguignon you can just say it the way americans say it um but i thought that was pretty funny um and i was like is that gonna be good do you have to drink that out of a straw like how do you is it you just squeeze it out of a pouch and you just eat like bubbles of beef bergen i don't know uh, i'm just so so fascinated i feel like they should have i mean i feel like they should have just like a live stream kind of like when they put a camera on like an eagle's nest and there's baby eagles about to hatch yeah, i feel like we should have like maybe not in the bathroom area of course but like in the workout area what are the astronauts doing is there maybe maybe there is something like that i don't know i would love to see it Mm. drew reads says, have you ever tried the hook arahi five i have not is the arahi a stable a stability shoe it is right yeah i i I don't think i'm i'm not usually a big fan of stability shoes so i try to steer away from them um martha says probably the olfactory molecules float up so aren't as detectable yeah i don't know about that i mean there's so there i mean there's clearly air because they're breathing right so like there's you know the ability for smells to to travel and propagate is there whether it be faster or not i don't know is it drafty you know in the space station like is there a breeze constantly but i don't know yeah, that's so many i have so many questions <laughs> um namaste says about that marathon did he actually run or just floated as the treadmill kept going yeah, I'm not sure how they do the exercise. I feel like it's the opposite of that stuff that Dr. Josh is working on. Dr. Josh is working on that. He's working with that company that does the treadmill thing where they lift you up a little bit so that way it's not as imp- uh, much impact. So for people that are coming back from injuries or just trying to put less strain on the body while they're still doing their aerobic work. I think it would be the opposite where it kind of pulls you down so you get the the muscle load and the bone. And I think also the load on the bones. So that way you don't, you know, you don't, you're, not only your muscles, but so your bones don't um, deossify, not deosify, but like um, that's what makes your bones strong is that they're responding to load. And if you don't have load, the bones will not be as strong. So I think that's the main, like one of the reasons that they want to make sure that they're still exercising every day. I just don't know what that looks like. Jay Melican says the Arai 4 is my go-to for dog walking. I don't know if you guys are serious when you guys say that, but I just love to hear which shoes you guys are using for mowing the lawn and which shoes you guys are using for dog walking. Uh, yeah. Eric says, yo, new li- live stream time. Yeah, and we're going to try at least for this week. Uh, and we'll see if it continues to work. Uh, doing 1 p.m. Central time. It works out better for me and my uh, you know other responsibilities because it, it, well, then the live stream will end right at the time where cool. um, my daughter gets done with virtual school for the day. So it should work out a little bit better. Mm. Kevin Bickerton says Sunita Williams Was the first person To run a marathon in space She ran alongside The Boston Marathon In 2007 <gasps> What That's amazing Now that's a way To spend a Patriots Day Crazy Crazy Hmm Alright my mom's here Hi mom how are you? Hope that things are going well Um And Oh Runs like a donkey says they are vacuum sucked Onto the treadmills Oh so it's it, it's kind of like the other treadmills that I've seen where like there's something on your waist and I don't know what they do but it's like suctioned on and then that is part of what makes it less impact. So I guess it's kind of similar to that, huh? I don't know. Amazing. I think we need more detail. We need, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do some research on that. I got to figure that out. Cool uh adam Allred says, any shoe racks to rotate in currently just daily running the brooks adrenaline 21 and the ultra olympus when i can make it out onto the trails um yeah so let's see if you got a brooks adrenaline i would say that i would look at another either uh like daily trainer for you or if you're going to be doing some speed work maybe something that you could do a little bit of speed work and some of your easy running in one i would look at if you like the brooks is well although The Hyperion Tempo is one I would look at, uh, just because I I love that shoe. Um, But it doesn't feel very Brooks-y, if if that makes sense. So that could be one um, to look at. But also, I think, like, the Brooks Launch would probably be a good choice, or the Brooks Ghost, if you're really enjoying your adrenaline. Um, The Brooks Launch also comes in a, what is it, GTS. There's a stability version. So if you need stability, um, that's another one that you could look at, too. And that could be a really potent combo. So you have like the adrenaline, which is a little bit more cushion, uh, and then you have one that's a little bit lighter weight geared more towards uh, shorter runs or some faster running. So that's kind of where where I would look Um, for the the Olympus. I haven't run in the Olympus before, but I mean, if trail running isn't like a primary thing, I don't think that you necessarily would need to have another shoe to rotate in. So I think if I'm going from two shoes to three, I would probably look at like uh, a faster, easy day shoe. And I think the launch might be the first one I would look at for you um all right eric says ran my first marathon on sunday came in at three forty nine forty three. awesome great work eric <laughs> he says couldn't be happier with that well what a fantastic result great job my first marathon was like 440 something so you beat me by almost an hour there awesome work awesome work not that it's a contest but that's that's amazing all right um uh, let's see casey's here says what's up what's going on casey uh all right let's do a couple more and then i do got to get going for today oh i'm about to lose my camera up there i forgot to charge the battery after filming last night um uh, all right desi says what's the difference between the carbon x2 and the mach 4 Uh, I mean, I think probably the easiest way to talk about these two shoes or the most basic way is to say one has a plate and one doesn't. So one could be your easy day shoe and the other one could be your workout slash race shoe. I think that they are are a very good pair. The uppers have very, I would say, analogous fits. Um, The X2 is a little bit more race tuned, so it's a little bit more snug, uh, not quite as roomy as in the Mach 4. But the Mach 4 is going to be your everyday trainer or something that you're using for the vast majority of your runs for the week, um, they feel very similar in terms of the dynamics. So it's uh, you could see that there's like a siblingness to them, uh, and I think that I, I love it when shoe companies can do that, and you're getting like a sensation of like brand cohesion, not just like here's a butt, a smattering of shoes. Um, so that's why I think that like one is like the trainer and one is the racer that's like the best way you can look at it. Some other more subtle differences are that I think the ProFly uh, on the Carbon X2 is ProFly X, which is a little bit more firm. There's a little bit um, uh, more of uh, a firm and responsive feeling to it, a little bit less of the soft stuff to the Carbon X2, uh, but both are really good uh, for long runs. Uh, and they're, the X2 is a fantastic racing shoe. So. That's kind of how I look at the difference between those two shoes. All right. Um, I got to get going today, guys. Um, I know I'm kind of a little bit short than normal, but I'm about to lose this camera, so I'm gonna get going here. Tomorrow we're gonna talk about, uh, for the video, I'll talk about the Adios Pro after 100 miles, uh, and then we'll do another live stream, and tomorrow's gonna be Thursday, right? So Thursday, we'll do happy hour, bring your recovery beverage of choice. I got a whole bunch of new stuff that just came in, so I'm excited to dive into some of that. Hopefully I'll see you guys then. It'll be the same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. I'll try to remember. I'm gonna to try to also put like the the placeholder, the scheduling thing on earlier in the day, and not so close to the live stream time, so that way everyone kind of has a better idea of when when things are. So we'll 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 get it. We'll we'll get there, guys. All right. Thanks everybody for uh, bearing with me as we make the adjustment, and hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody.